morning, everybody. Uh, please, 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 if you have leaders that are not online, shoot them a text. Um, go ahead and get them online. Remember, there's no text alert. This happy Monday, everybody. Uh, just a quick note. I, look, we know everybody's getting ready and get your kids up to school and going to work, but if you're calling and you know that there are a lot of people near you or there's noise near you, just do us a favor and mute the line. It makes our life much, much easier. It's pleasant for everybody who is getting on the call. Um, I'm very excited to talk to you about something that I think is often not practiced, but known. You know something you should be doing, but maybe don't always do it. And that is asking the magic question of who do you know? You know, look, we're all going to be in circumstances where we go ahead and we talk to somebody about ACM. And the timing's not right. They don't get started. Maybe their spouse doesn't support them. Maybe they don't have the 500 bucks. They're overwhelmed with some personal thing that's going on. You know, we, you never know why somebody doesn't get started. But a lot of times, then at that point, either an IBO just walks off or they'll ask for the person to become a customer, and that's it. You know, there is so incredibly important that you ask the question, who do you know? So I want to share a story that just happened to me this week. So I've got a guy that I recruited here in Baltimore, and so I was helping him get qualified, and he mentioned that his mother-in-law would probably be a customer and support him because she does a jewelry business. So right away, I was like, oh, she does a jewelry business. Let's not ask her to be a customer. Let's go ahead and show her the business. So right there, you want, I'm trying to make some points about this whole conversation. I wasn't going to take the brand new inexperienced person's uh, opinion <laughs> about what to do. Someone who's doing a jewelry business should be a CM. Now, he doesn't know that because he's like, he's already got something going on. But, you know, you're the leader, so when you're talking to someone, they say, oh, I have a friend who does Mary Kay or does a jewelry business or does whatever, you should say, let's show them the business before we ask them to be your customer. So I show the woman the business, and she is very excited but doesn't pull the trigger. And then I, you know, ask her what, what she needs to be comfortable to move forward and get started. We are excited to have her on the team, and she said, I want my husband to see it. So then it's another presentation, and mind you, she's in Texas, okay? Now, my idea is in Maryland. I'm in Maryland. She's in Texas. So we do another presentation um, for her and the husband, and they still like it, but they keep getting the edge, and they're not pulling the trigger. And I don't know what the reason is, and I can't sit with them and look them in the face, but I'm, you know, I don't think it's the money. I think they have the money, and I just can't figure out exactly what is stopping them. I sent them a magazine. I've been doing all this stuff to recruit them. And then I looked at her, at her phone number, and I noticed she had a 513 area code. So I said to her, wait a minute, you have a 513 area code. That's Cincinnati. And she said, yes. I said, did you live in Cincinnati? She said, yeah, I lived in Cincinnati for almost 20 years. Now, meanwhile, I was going to Cincinnati this last Thursday to do a big event. So I said to her, oh, well, who do you know in Cincinnati? I'm doing a luncheon in Cincinnati. It's for primarily business people. I said, you know, real estate agents, people in sales, uh, people in insurance, lawyers, you know, people who have the flexibility to go off and go to a luncheon in the middle of the day, and people who are at least, if not successfully, earning more money in a career that they're trying to push to earn more money, something that, you know, they're self-motivating to do all that. So um, I said, do you know somebody in Cincinnati? And then she says to me, well, as a matter of fact, the woman who introduced me to the jewelry business lives in Cincinnati. <laughs> so I said, okay, 
I would like to ask you to do. I'm going to tell you exactly what to say, and please call this woman. You know, I asked her a little bit about the woman's background first. I said, call this woman, say this stuff to her, and get on the phone with me. So I said to her, write it down. I told her what to say. I said, okay, read back to me. Get back to me. I said, call the woman. She calls the woman. Three minutes later, calls me back and goes, yes, the woman will talk to you. So I called the woman in Cincinnati, invited her to the luncheon. She came to the luncheon, loved the business. The woman in Cincinnati filled out an application on the spot to get started. At which point, I called back the woman in Texas and said, I've got this application. This woman's going to do really well. Do you want to go ahead and get started and be her sponsor? And, of course, the answer was yes. So what's my point of all this? If I had not asked her, who do you know, I would have had zero reps instead of going two levels deep for my new IBL. Now, that is really exciting. On top of that, I'm just going to throw a little strategy at you. Um, the brand new IBL was now two levels deep. He's super excited. He had another person I presented to who was kind of like on the fence. I think I'm going to do it, but his wife was giving him a hard time. And I said to the new IBL, call back that guy I met with. And say to him, because they're really tight friends, so you got to you know, know the dynamic. I said, say to him, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm already two levels deep. That woman, Leanne, could be making you a lot of money. You better get in. And sure enough, the guy got in. So my point is twofold. You want to drive the bus in recruiting. If you know what somebody does and you know that that would be somebody who's a potential recruit, tell your new IPO they need to see the business. Don't leave it up to them to ask questions. The other thing I would really encourage you to do is if somebody says no, get them as a customer and ask them, who do you know? And you can say to them, I mean, I picked Cincinnati because the area code triggered it. But you could say, hey, listen, who do you know that has ever had a home-based business? Maybe did something a little bit more difficult. Sold vitamins, sold jewelry, sold, you know, wellness products, sold makeup. Do you know anybody that does it? Do you know anybody in real estate? People in real estate are already setting up the services. And they're a seasonal business. Now, go through and ask those questions and give them some prompts and get referrals. I know many of you, many of you know this who've been around for a long time, but my entire Ohio organization with Regional Vice President Platinum Matt Williams, Regional Vice President Jim and Stacey Lambert, up-and-coming superstar Donna Perkins, of course you heard Tanya Seidner on the line, the McCarthy's, the gigantic organization, Sean Bennedy, all of that came from a stranger on the train who told me no, and I asked for her brother's phone number. And her brother's phone number was a guy, Michael Duffer, that led me to this entire monster organization. So my biggest organization to date came out of somebody who told me no, and I got a phone number from her. So I just want to encourage you, because sometimes... You're leaving a gigantic blessing on the table. And sometimes you work hard, and it's good you walk off with the customer. You should walk off with the customer. But that shouldn't be all. And sometimes people will give you a lead. Sometimes won't. people won't give you a lead. But if you don't ask, you don't know what you're missing. It is amazing that people will give that to you. And then if the person they get, send you gets in, you can call them back and get them in, too, because they're going to want to override it. So my message is not super long today, but I just want you to think about the quantity of people that you have been in front of lately, and if they did not get started, and you just got them as a customer, there is nothing wrong with giving them a call back 
and just saying, wow, you know, business is really exciting. I really appreciate you being a customer. I called you back for two reasons. I just want to thank you so much for supporting me. And the other thing is, I know right now it's not for you, but man, things are just moving and shaking. Do you know anybody who'd be looking for an extra income stream that would like this? And then if they say, yes, just go with it. If they say, I can't think of anybody, then just go, well, let me give you a couple quick prompts. I'll ask them first who they know before I put in their head, you know, are they in a home-based business? Are they this or they that? If they don't give you anybody, you can always do it. You can just go straight for it. But no matter what, if you went back and cleaned up all the people you presented to as a leader, you know, or all the people that you have talked to that have said, oh, you know, give me a month or give me two months or, you know, I'll get back to you or I don't have the money right now. Think of all the warm market leads you have. Warm market leads. So much easier than you going and trying to talk to a total stranger while you're right at the grocery store. This is the way that you can get your foot in the door because you're riding on the trust of the person who already saw the business. That is my message. Um, we did have somebody very noisy in the background this morning. So if you would like to comment or ask a question, please hit star six so we can hear you. Again, that's star six. Any questions or comments? Going once, going twice. Okay, easy enough. Then with that, we are on to the one and only Mr. Oren Solomon, leader of the pack here. I'm going to turn it over to my friend mentor. Mr. Solomon, take it away. Thank you, Leanne. I appreciate that. Uh, great message. Um, hope you guys got that. Who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? Every single person you talk to, just make it a point, a habit uh, to have that conversation afterwards. You never know who it's going to lead to. And uh, Leanne just told you the great story about the whole Ohio organization. So thank you for that message. I want to say a uh, happy belated Mother's Day uh, to all the moms. Hope you guys, you guys had a great Mother's Day. Uh, I know we had one here. And that led me to, to thinking yesterday what I want to talk about today. And I want to talk about uh, defining moments. And um, this, I really need you guys to pay close attention to me here because I think this will help uh, uh, many of you. Um, so if you think about your mom, right, moms do so much to kind of shape who we are uh, in life. You know, um, you know, they bathe you, they teach you, uh, you know, they give you their value system. Uh, mothers show us right from wrong. They feed you. And then they send you off to the world. Uh, and then what happens is, you know, you come across people who become your mentors, you know. Uh, and you're still with your parents at that point, but you go to school, you you know, and your mentors kind of assist you in your advancement, whether it be teachers or coaches, uh, professors, business mentors, maybe even ACN mentors. Um, but here's the deal, guys. What really defines us are, are, are really our are, are defining moments. Are, are when we have to do things on our own. When we make a decision uh, and step up and say, you know, I'm going to make my mark, I'm going to make my move, it's the finding moments that really raise you, right? So your parents kind of, they guide you, they tell you right from wrong, but when you're out there, it's, it's the stuff that you do, the, the, the finding moments that really allow you to really, really grow. Let me just make a point. Have you ever had a moment um, that drew something out of you that you just didn't think you had. 
You know what I mean? Maybe maybe you did something that you just you couldn't believe you did it. And I'm trying to think of a, a as a female, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe remember the first time you gave birth to a child. You know, you probably saw it on TV growing up. You saw people do it. You heard stories about it, but not until you really go through it that you can really appreciate the pain that you have to go through. Now, look, I've never personally done this. I just I just saw someone do it a couple times, and you know, I was really impressed with. <laughs> that happened to be my wife Angela, but you know, I don't know if you if you if you remember going through the pain of labor and and you know you hear stories of people that they're you know, in labor for twelve hours or all these long things and you and you're probably thinking, oh my God, am I, if I can ever get through this, and eventually you get through it, you give birth, uh, you do it, and then you realize, you know what. You're, you're, you're stronger because of it, and you can actually do it again. And again, we have people on this line that have two, three, four, five, six kids. Um, um, but you know, at that, at, at some point, you know, you probably never thought you could do that. Um, but that may be a defining moment. I know for me, I remember the first time I ran a mile. Uh, I was 16 years old, and you know, I was a sprinter. You know, I just I play around the street running. But then I was, you know, starting to get into sports heavy, and now you got to, you know, really compete. And I remember thinking in my, my mind how far a mile really was, how long it really was, and I didn't know whether I could really run a mile. And I remember, you know, just having this anxiety, um, and then eventually, you know, doing it and finishing it, and then realizing that, you know what, I could probably run two miles, and then I could probably run three miles. And that's when I realized that, man, everything is mental. You know, whatever I say to myself in my mind, I can do. And for me, that was a defining moment because it made me realize that, man, you know, everything that I think that I said I want, I can do it. I just have to personally focus on it. And I immediately thought to myself, I will never, ever quit anything. If I start something, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to see it through. That was a defining moment for me. And here, here's the deal, guys. Some you know moments that define you uh, can be how you handle adversity, uh, abuse, trauma, even how you handle success. And here's one of the things I know, man. Your history has clues to your destiny. Let me say it again. Your history has clues to your destiny. So there are things that you've gone through already that were maybe painful or tough, and you went through it, and it, it's kind of like a, a muscle memory for you to continue to move forward. Now, with regards to ACN, same thing applies. If you can get 40 points, you can get 60 points. If you can get 60, you can get 75 Right, you don't need to. You don't need to talk to your mentor, your mom, etc. You know, if you can go RD, you can go RVP. At some point, you know, look, like you know, we do these calls every week. At some point, it, you got to have a defining moment. It's got to be up to you. You got to decide that you know what? I'm going to take the bulls by the horn. I am going to just do this thing. I'm going to do whatever the heck it takes. I'm going to talk to as many people as possible. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to ask whoever. You, who do you know? I'm going to do whatever it takes to eventually win because it eventually comes down to you guys. I mean, how many calls have you been on? How many webinars have you been on? How many leadership? I mean, you know what to do. At some point, you got to just say, I'm going to make the decision. I remember when I made the decision uh, to become an RVP. 
it was just, I didn't, it wasn't a long drawn out thing. I just said to myself, it's time. It is time. That was a defining moment. And then when I realized, man, the, it took work. It took, it took a sacrifice. It took driving up and down the highway. It took going through a lot of no's, showing up at meetings if he wasn't showing up. Uh, but I mean, at, at that point when I made the decision, I wasn't thinking about all the stuff I was going through. I was focused on the goal. That was a, a major defining moment for me. And, you know, greatness is the secret inside of you, but you must be put in an environment in order for it to come out. And we believe, I believe you have the environment here. You, you have unbelievable support. You know, we have the founder's support. We've got the materials that ASIN has given us. We've got these calls. We've got all these different things. But at some point, you're gonna have to, we're going to have to take off the diapers. <laughs> and you have to put on your big boy and big girl pants and, and just do this thing. It, you know, we have all these services, IDCL, we've got, at some point, you just got to get out there and, and, and create something for yourself. And I'm telling you, once you make that decision, once you have that defining moment, I mean, you'll know it. You will know it 100% because no's don't bother you anymore. Yes, they don't bother you. Whatever uh, people say don't bother you. You're not even focused on that. You're focused on the goal. So my message to you guys today is what is going to be your defining moment? What is it going to be that thing that triggers you to get over the hump? I don't know, to get to 100 points. Because here's the deal. For some of you, look, RVP might be too far out. Let's just focus on getting to 60 points if you aren't there yet. That could be a defining moment. See, once you hit that mark and you and you did it, you, you'll realize, hey, you know what, I can get 100. I can get 75. Once you get to RD, once you get over that hump, you realize, you know what? I could be a top producer. I mean, I can I can recruit people. I can I can be on the charts. I can I can acquire customers. My team can do the same. I can teach someone how to do it. So focus on getting that next promotion, man. That, that defining moment. I'm telling you, when you stretch and get out of your comfort zone and do that, you'll realize that you can do more, and then you'll realize that you can do more. And then you realize that you can do more. And then you realize the sky's the limit. There is no limit. Guys, I, I can honestly tell you, if I knew my life would be the way it is right now, I would have worked 10 times harder to get there. I just didn't know. There were things that were stopping me. There was, there was fear that was stopping me. There was worry that was, that was stopping me. There was doubt. Uh, there, there were so many things. There were so many stories I was playing in my head. And I had no clue. I just had to get over the hump get to the point where I realize that I'm in control of my destiny. Guys, you are in control on how fast this goes. You are in control on, on how you handle adversity. You're in control of everything that happens to you. Once you figure that out, man, you become unstoppable. There's nothing that you can't do. And there are people on this line, man, we have so much talent on this line. And I, I don't want to call anybody out, miss anybody, but I'm just thinking about names as I'm talking right now. You can do this, but you need to have that defining moment. You need to have that conversation with yourself saying, look, you know what? I'm tired of messing around. That's it. I need to, I need to, I need, your team needs to see you go RD. They need to see you do it. Your people need to see you become a regional vice president. They need to see you become a senior vice president. They need you to see you become a top person on the registration charts. Whatever it is, you have to be the one to step out and do it. And I'm telling you, all the accolades come when you step out of your comfort zone and, you, and you're the one that, that does it.
when you do it, other people believe. I, I tell the story all the time. I remember when, uh, you know, when I hit regional vice president, man, there were about four or five other RVPs that hit after me. I remember when, when, when Angela hit regional vice president uh, a couple years ago, uh, Michelle hit RVP, uh, Jim hit RVP, we hit RVP back to back to back to back. So people need to see you do it. The defining moment. Your defining moment. So let's make it happen, guys. Um, I'm going to open it up. Any, Hang on a second. Let me see if I can open the line up. Unmuted. Hey. Any questions or comments about anything I talked about or Leanne talked about? We'll be in the crowd. All right, going once. Going on. This is Tyler from New Jersey. Can you hear me? Yeah, brother, I can hear you. What's happening? It's an amazing thing. When we were coming back from um, the conference, me and my wife, and I looked at this family, and I said, you know, how do they excel? You know, they, they grow up speaking the same values. How do they get out of what they're taught and be something different? And I got on the plane, and I read that. I was reading this book that you, one of the books you read was Mental Toughness. And it was amazing because the answers is right in here saying that you gravitate to role models and you became you become stronger. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. This is right on point. <laughs> yeah. So it's a blessing, but I'm learning a lot from ACA and I'm growing and I look forward to walking across the state. It's taking it some time, but at the same time I'm growing in other venues and businesses, but I definitely want my ACM business to grow with. Hey, man, I can completely relate to what you're talking about because, man, for me, it, it, it wasn't happening fast enough, but I was always always got something out of it, and it was allowing me to grow. So you saying that is, is reinforcement. I appreciate you saying that. Um, but, man, I'm telling you, man, just push forward. Get out of your comfort zone, man. It's coming. All that success is coming. Uh-huh. Appreciate, you. appreciate yep. you. Any other questions, comments? Anybody ready for that defining moment? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Going once. Anybody else? Yeah, Mr. Solomon. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Regional Vice President Jim Lambright, uh, Regional Director Mr. Donna Perkins, Health Negro person who took my. Uh, 78-year-old mom who's in hospital care in ATM. She had her first PBR. We've got some referrals. Uh, we're following up. We're setting up another business opportunity meeting. And it just really choked me up to see my mom have life again and a purpose. You know, she always worries about me. And, uh, and uh, it's just a blessing. ATM's a blessing. Awesome. I love it, man. You can never be too old to do ACM. <laughs> I love it. Anybody else? This thing gives people life, man. This is this is the most incredible opportunity on the planet, man. And we got we got to grab a hold on it. All right, going once. All right, so here's the deal: going twice. We've got we've got a webinar tonight. Um, we have uh, a customer revolution training tomorrow. Just, you know, 
let's live out of our comfort zone today, guys. Get as many people on that thing. Uh, you know, we're available to do three-way calls, whatever we have to do to help you guys uh, advance the momentum. So we appreciate you guys listening to the call today. Uh, Leanne, we good? We good anything else? We are good. Awesome. Have an outstanding day, guys. Talk to you soon. Take care.